Hey everyone, and welcome to the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. Join Trevor, Daryl, Jordan, and Kyle as we bullshit about all things gaming and nerdy. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. This week, the forecast is calling for bail. That's right. This week, we're talking about the newly released, remastered, resurrected Diablo 2 Resurrected. It's back with a vengeance. Right now, reviews are kind of mixed online, but we want to give you our take on this uh, redone classic that, God damn it, Daryl, that Kyle basically <laughs> blew a hole in his pants about. <laughs> Fuck, why do you make me reread these things? <laughs> I, I mean, he's not wrong, though, Kyle, is no. he? No, he's not. So what did uh, you just take a day off to do? <laughs> hey, 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 I took two uh, days off work. What, yeah, I, yeah. what am I saying? So uh, I think uh, I think we're going to enjoy we were sick. a little. We were really, really sick. Really sick. <laughs> but, <laughs> but not COVID. Lung pop. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we're going to enjoy a little trip down uh, Tristram's memory lane as we we take a deep dive into Diablo 2 Resurrected. Cue the music. Oh yeah, the loading screen. Oh, you know, uh, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, that was 100 accurate, Trevor. So Diablo came out last week, which was September 23rd, I believe, the Thursday. Yeah, to a, a bit of a, a rocky start. Um, we all tried to log in with varying degrees of success. And I'm pretty sure there hasn't been a Blizzard game released to date that hasn't had some sort of online server bullshit to start with. Nope. Nope. I was. I think we figured this out by now. You'd think. You would think. You would think. Yeah. Um, I I remember StarCraft 2 when that came out was awful. The servers were so hard to get into. Diablo 3 as well, when it came out, was had major issues. And... What's, we'll we'll get into it later, but the the Diablo three that were released at the start and the Diablo three that is now were two very different games. Yeah, just must have been too busy groping female coworkers to uh, get the job done properly. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, must have. Yeah, I, I'm Greasy. really glad. Yeah. <laughs> also, side tangent. Really glad that Blizzard actually took steps towards it. I'm I'm 100 sure that they're not far enough. But no, no, but game developers, especially those of the uh, female identifying persuasion, deserve to feel safe at work and deserve to not be groped and harassed constantly. So yeah, no uh, kidding. Yeah, we obviously we stand in support of those workers that either, you know, protested or, you know, blew the whistle on it because that's super fucked up. Yeah, Blizzard, I think we should just give them together. some. Just give them their own Diablo weapons. That'll help. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Blizzard Activision. Would you like a flail or a mace? <laughs> this is my spear. There are many like it, but this one is mine. But this one is mine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but anyways, back to Diablo 2 Resurrected, since it just came out. Um, we... As a, as a collective in some capacity, got to play it on Thursday night once it actually came out, except for Jordan. And then Jordan joined Friday. We, yeah. had, we had two two back-to-backs. Yeah. We're going back-to-back. Back. So we, I, 
I cannot even express to everyone the sounds that came out of my mouth. Once Trevor, I informed the group that he was able to load into a game and we were able to join him or invite him and load it in ourselves. I, it was like a time portal and I was 14, 15 all over again. But some of the, the sounds that came out of my mouth, I don't want to repeat. You guys had to, you guys had to experience them. them. (laughs) Yeah. You guys had to experience them firsthand. And I think that was punishment enough. I want to hear, I'm curious mm-hmm. to hear, because I know Jordan and Daryl have only played Diablo 3, which yes. if anyone's played both, will know that they're quite different, um, at least in like the, the play style. I'm curious to hear, what did you guys think of it? New perspectives. Yeah, I'll let Daryl go first on that one. Uh, well, it, it definitely reminded me a lot of like old classic CP, like uh, P- PC games, like uh, a lot of stuff to do with the inventory and sort of just like the overall feel and look. Like obviously, this game is still designed to work with a mouse. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> but uh, like it still feels good on the PlayStation overall. I think they did a really good job of converting it to console uh, playability stuff. I, I think that looks really good and polished. But yeah, like um, you guys warned me about the inventory management. And that is definitely we, we one did. of the things that, like, we tried is, is one of the hardest things to get back into and look at. Like, depending on what it is, is uh, how much space it actually takes up on the blocks of inventory. And that is because you're just going and, like, Jordan and I are the same. We're just loot whores. We just want everything in the bag. You got to look at it. You got to dissect mm-hmm. it. You got to figure out what's the best. You cannot do that in this game. It just does no. not go well if you're trying to get yeah. through areas quickly. Uh, and it ends up with yeah. like multiple trips to town, right? Like especially yeah, if you get like a great. big. No, no, you get like boss drops, and you know if your inventory is already full, you're making like two, maybe three trips to town with all your stuff because you can't hold it all otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, we're, we're also playing, like we were doing every quest, like we were experiencing the game again. This wasn't, yeah. you know, Kyle and I, like, I would say we are moderately experienced, but no, by no means like speed run experts. No, and, I would say we uh, were seasoned. We're seasoned yes. veterans. Yes. We knew exactly where we were going. We were like, Hey guys, pick up the leg. Yeah. Grab this <laughs> yeah. thing. But we definitely we definitely weren't like, you know, getting through to hell in one night and power leveling and going crazy, right? Like we were no. we were going through it at a pace, right? Like a nice pace. There were people that made it to level like 80 plus on the first night of release. Yep. How? That's <laughs> power power runs. Oh I do God. I think some I didn't know did did they carry over the servers? Like if you had a Diablo two character. No. Could no, they load and there's in? No cross. No? Okay. There's, I don't there's cross. Yeah, but you you could reload your save file from twenty years ago if you still No. So and yeah, so any active any active people potentially had like high level characters that could then oh, I don't believe in rush that. people through and stuff. If even then, even if you don't, like I've seen people that, you know, you have a team of three or four that know what they're doing, you can rush through stuff pretty quick. True. I, I read the article when they did the review, Kyle, and they did confirm that if you have an old save file, it will work. I I don't know how I That's feel about insane. that because, like, you should have to start fresh. You should. Like, you, you should have to earn that shit over again. 
Because like if you played yeah. it that much that you have all this stuff stashed, that defeats the whole point. And I think sure. we're we're gonna get into like a little bit more of of veteran view versus noob view, especially when like talk we had a whole group chat about this with Jordan earlier today. <laughs> I told him to save it because we're gonna have some chats. <laughs> yeah. What were what were your initial thoughts there, Jordan? Uh so I'll be a little more devil's advocate just because I, I like to stoke the fire a little Di- bit. Diablo's advocate. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, personally for me, I enjoy the pace of Diablo 3 a lot more. Um, Diablo 2 is definitely very methodical. Um, I'm, I'm with Daryl. I hate the inventory system so much. <laughs> uh, I, I, w- like, I will say I, it is worse on controller. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's Yeah, there's no question. Like this game on PC with really quick like mouse movements and stuff, it would be a lot easier and a, and a little bit smoother. But j- just the fact that you have to like, oh shit, I need to move my potion from this square over to this square to open up more space. Like I'm not playing Resident Evil from 1999. <laughs> like, that's just, I don't know. To, to me, it just, it slows down the actual enjoying, the enjoying parts of Diablo. Like, I don't want to spend 10 minutes rifling through inventory. Inventory Management Simulator 2021. Yeah, yeah, it's so much slower, too. Like, just with a mouse, it's so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. I almost debated looking for, like, a mouse and keyboard for the – to hook up to the PlayStation. I think that's just called – put it – I think that's just called buying it on PC, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean the the story, you know, the story from what I've gathered is is good. I, I mean again, playing with the seasoned vets uh you know, R- Rajon Rondo and Carmelo Anthony. I, I feel like Whoa, I'm whoa, whoa, sp- whoa, 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 whoa. What? Who's who's who? <laughs> if I'm Carmelo, I fucking quit. <laughs> well, that's that's what Carmelo would say, Carmelo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I picked the two players just purely based on position. I don't know the okay. last time you played point guard, Kyle. Hey, I pick up point guard in rec league sometimes. Okay. Mostly because Trevor's not there. That's true. Womp, womp. Uh, <laughs> sorry to rub it in, buddy. Right. Anyways, back on track. Um, back on track. Yeah. Okay, so I've heard some things you don't like. Tell me some things you do like about it as, as a noob to Diablo 2, both of you, Daryl and Jordan. Daryl. Uh, well, this like honestly, just the whole thing is even though I didn't play it, this is giving me like gaming nostalgia. Regardless, like this still has the feel of an old game and kind of like the stepping stone pieces that got me into gaming as a kid. Like this, this gives me those those vibes. I like that. Like all the classes were available right out the gate. Um, and we got to mix that up and that everything does have a skill tree and like, there is some, some pieces of development that, and, and and customization as you're going throughout, it's deep. This game was deep way before it's time. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can see a lot of the influences that the game had on just the gaming industry in general and and obviously rpgs and uh you know even down to like looter shooters that we get nowadays a lot of it stems from what diablo 2 was doing way back when it first released which is crazy 
but uh, yeah, I, I agree with Daryl. I really like the uh, variety of the uh, character classes. I, I think the abilities right off the hop are interesting and uh, they seem powerful. Um, you know, like I'm playing as the Druid right now. And, uh, you know, within a couple ability points, I'm already ch- changing into a giant bear or a werewolf, which is awesome. Um, so I, I appreciate that they've opened up some of those abilities pretty early on. Yeah, so but you just what, get more, co- you just will get more say, cool stuff to build on it. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, fuck the stamina thing. That is the dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> that is That's the dumbest preach. thing. Preach. It's yeah. <laughs> very, it's so funny. Cause I, I totally forgot about that as well. And then very early game, I was like, oh fuck, this is yeah. this again. Right. And it it's a, it's the same thing in every character like until you get to about level 20 it's the most annoying thing and then after that you never think about it ever again yeah yeah like i just just to go around the horn here um so trevor what what class are you playing right now what level are you uh, i started as sorceress and i think i'm like 39 now i played a, oh, a little bit more than everybody else i had a couple extra days off so i yeah. i went hard jordan and i mean relatively hard yeah I'm a druid and I'm level, I think, 15. I haven't touched the game since the last time we all played together. Great. Daryl? Necromancer, 15. Nice. And I'm playing a paladin and I'm 34. Um, so the, the stamina piece is definitely something that's frustrating early on. And it was really funny for Trevor and I to watch them experience it. Um, just like... What, why am I not running anymore? What's this little <laughs> yellow bar at the bottom? It's horse um, shit. <laughs> well, when we play um, these games together, it's impossible to keep up with Kyle on the best of times because his pace is just oh, ridiculous. Yeah. He doesn't, doesn't give a shit about anything, just the end goal. No. And so it's like, no. it's so hard to keep up with him as is. And then I'm like learning the game. And then I'm like, well, I can't even fucking run. I can't even keep up because I can't even move there. <laughs> I, I felt like from the time I started my character to the time I hit level 15, I blacked out in the middle. I didn't know <laughs> what the fuck happened because I just felt like I was sprinting trying to keep up with Kyle. It's like, oh, shit. Well, I, I forgot to pick that up. Oh, but he's already over here. Oh, God damn it. Sorry, guys. I was a little excited. It's <laughs> a nice um, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the the cinematics so far? Because I'm I believe they redid those as well too, right? No. <laughs> well, if they didn't, that was <laughs> it would have been insane. Goddamn, it blew up computers back in the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the the new ones, from what I remember, like they're the intro. I I mean, you guys aren't that far yet, but like the intro video to Act 5, I don't recognize that from earlier, Trev. It was in there. I think you just always skipped it. Yeah, I remember that because I was the only one. So original Diablo 2, anyone who played it knew it came with, it came in like one of those like CD books. Mm -hmm. So it was like three discs. So you had the install disc, the game disc, and then the cinematics disc. So you never installed or watched the cinematics except for maybe the first time. But then when they did the Lord of Destruction expansion, that was included because, you know, whatever that was, it, it was one years disc. later, it was included into one disc yeah. because of technology. Um, but same thing. I think you might have probably watched it the first time and then not. Um, but no, like they were all I think they said they were pretty much like frame for frame. 
Okay. Like I identical, just, but just with obviously like, you know, a million extra pixels. Yeah. It, Cause they, they look phenomenal and just the, um, the development and just bringing the story back and giving more context for like, for the, the noobs that only played Diablo three, giving you a little bit more context was really awesome too. So I, I hope you guys took a bit more from that and like where, where they came from with it. Is everyone frozen? No, no. We're, all just, we're all just listening to me riffing. <laughs> just okay. pondering. We're all just pondering. <laughs> They're just pondering back to all the the amazing cinematics. Um, so we, we've heard we've heard from the the Diablo two noobs, um, Trevor, my we have names. my younger, yeah, <laughs> my younger less handsome brother, uh, oh. always always player two. Um, yep. what did what did you think? Did it did it live up to your expectations? It did. It was, it's, it was like that, like riding a bicycle, like warm hug. Was it ever right? Kind of feeling where it's just like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I think the weirdest one was obviously playing it on a controller now was just getting used to, I did like some facts, like the way that they incorporated that with Diablo three, where you could have more skills locked to your controller. Um, Mm-hmm. Jordan and Daryl might not know as much, but back in the day, essentially you had F, you had F1 through F9 keys that you could lock to your skills, but all you had was left and right click. So you could only potentially have two skills active. So you'd be toggling through if you wanted to do multi, like some sort of multi build, you'd be toggling oh. through a couple keys and then using your potions and stuff like that. So it was a little, a little different where I think that incorporation with Diablo three was much better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. The, the the mouse style menus with the controller hurt, great. hurt, hurt my soul a little bit, yeah. but it's it's a kind of a necessary evil. Um, the, yeah, the, no, the controller integration otherwise, though, has, was really, really good. Yeah, right? and like, I think I think the big one, too, that a lot of people have mentioned is like that's a big accessibility thing, too. Like mm-hmm. it, it really opens up the game for more people to play it um, and play the way that they can play with whatever whatever they need to do. So um, I thought that was pretty cool. And, and I did like that they were bringing it, bringing it back. So people kind of understood where this story came from. Mm-hmm. Cause that franchise, like Diablo two is 20 years old. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And like the first Diablo crazy, mid nineties, late, late nineties. Yeah. So the, the progression of the series has been like, uh, like astronomical like exponential from where it was and starting with just like there was no like rare or unique items in the first Diablo. There was only magic. Remember that game? Magic. Oh, I didn't know that. So like you were only hunting for magic items. That's it. Yeah. And then this one, yeah, I do, I do like in this one compared to maybe Diablo three, um, like special items that feel a little bit more special. I was, that was okay. This is going to be my, my big point here and why I believe that Jordan doesn't like Diablo two as much as Diablo three, um, <laughs> because he's coming from a place of like borderlands, like loot explosions and Diablo three, where you're picking up like tons of unique items all the time. They don't feel as special. If you think back to Diablo 3 and how much we played it, think about how many unique items you've picked up and literally just 
like smelted trash. Yeah, you you break them down into crafting components, and that yeah. that doesn't happen in Diablo two because you can you can stash them and use them and share them between your different characters, and it makes them feel a lot more special because yeah. you don't see them very much. And that also means that rare items in Diablo 2 are actually viable in a lot of cases. Yeah. Counter Counterpoint. <laughs> um, honestly, that doesn't bother me as much as, uh, as you think. Um, I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that with less, you know, special loot drops, when you do get like a legendary or, you know, something that's crazy powerful, it is going to be a bigger deal. Um, but I do also feel like on the flip side of that, um, I think a lot of the combat early on in Diablo, it feels like you're just smacking enemies with a wet noodle. True. You, know, <laughs> you just kind of, yeah, yeah. The, the- it, 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 like, it doesn't feel like you're doing anything. Um, and, you know, and then, I mean, if, if I want to be nitpicky, um, I like the option in Diablo of being able to turn on damage numbers. Yeah, um, I, I get that. Just, just to give you an idea of like, okay, am I even like, am I even doing anything to this guy? <laughs> yeah, because half the time I have no idea if I'm even you know doing worthwhile damage at all. But yeah, yeah. and and that's yeah. that's the toughest thing starting out fresh with Diablo two is that you have no like farm or mule accounts that you can load your early characters up with like godly gear like trevor was 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 nice enough to drop into my game this afternoon and drop me a bunch of like unique stuff and stuff that was beneficial for me and it like the even the smallest things make such a load of difference if you hit the like the stat requirements for it yeah whereas like diablo 3 your your stats just kind of go up by themselves right you're not allocating like strength and dex and vitality and stuff you're just throwing like a shitload of gear at it with ridiculously high numbers and it feels like it doesn't do anything just it's just build it's build building yeah so you're just like i want to be that and i do think that is that's i think the big one of the biggest differences between these two is the Diablo 2, yes, you get some respects and there's ways to do it, but realistically, you have to kind of commit to something. Yeah. You have to be a Diablo lot more 3, you're like, ah. Yeah. And in Diablo 3, you're just like, I can just do whatever yeah. I want today yeah. and I'll switch it tomorrow. Yeah. You can switch it up and have whatever sort of build you want in Diablo 3. The, the customization is you have to be much more um, planned out and methodical with it. Like you said, I guess it's a more methodical game. Um, you have to have your build planned. You have to know kind of, if you want to be optimal, you have to know where you're putting your stats. Exactly. I do want to ask, I don't know, Jordan or Daryl, if you have a second, please, uh, Google the Diablo two original stash size. If you want to get triggered about storage space. Oh God. (laughs) I don't even know if I want to look at that. Because it's bad. And then after that, Google... Diablo 2 Deckard Kane rap. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast got DMCA'd because of the Deckard Kane rap. Greetings, friend. Here's the road to the east. But you'll find that it's blocked because Andariel's a beast. Oh, God. They How do I still tw- remember that? 24 slots to 48. Jesus. 
Yeah. And you get like shared stuff now too. But yeah, I, I saw something of that today. Someone was like, oh my God, I forgot about the classic stash. And it's like, yeah, you got like enough to hold like two things. Yeah. It's like, like, it better, be, be better be good. Yeah. And that's why there was like before, before any of this in the original, you had mule accounts. So you would just make a level one character. You would like give do some crap, some tricky dicky shit to drop items in a game that someone, you know, wasn't leaving. And then you join that game with your mule character and pick up your hidden items so you could stash them for later. Oh, I remember man, having like is... five <laughs> different mule characters based on what I needed them for. Got to do what you got to do, man. You got to do yeah. what you got to do. Old school gaming. Yeah. All right. So uh, just to to change gears a little bit. We're we're trying to bring back our segments. We're trying to we're trying to keep it fresh for folks. Um, I gotta gotta give a shout out to all the dads out there to uh, you know maybe maybe give them some insight about things they might want to play. So that means it's time for another week me week me a week, week me, me 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 week you strong week me beautiful <laughs> another weekly monthly yearly. Another installment. Twenty-five thousand. <laughs> you guys. Another installment of Dad Reviews. Papa! 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 Dad, Dad, Dad Reviews. Papa! Papa! Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad Reviews. This week we're actually going with another recent release from vicarious visions and was it activision oh i yes. don't remember what yes. yeah damn i'm on point here uh vicarious visions and their remaster of tony hawk one and two tony hawk pro skater um whether this game has you thinking you're a superman whether it's got you thinking you're running a cyclone um my god again another throwback remaster to your early teenage years where skateboarding looked like nothing. It was easier doing backflips and 900s. This game is legit. If you've played it before, if you were a nerd or skater or any kid that played video games back in the early, early 2000s, you probably played this game in some capacity, either on Nintendo 64 or PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1. No, PlayStation 2. Yeah. Tony if Hawk? You, yeah. It was on one. both. Was it on one? It both. Oh, my both. God. Fuck, I'm old. <laughs> if, if you played it back then, the muscle memory comes back quick. The vibe is still the same. They got majority of the licensing rights for all the soundtrack, which is really what makes the game and really what shaped me and my music enjoyment as a teenager, a young adult, and a full-ass adult. Um, yes, that's right. I'm big into ska. Pick it up! The same <laughs> could be said for Tony Hawk 1 and 2 Remastered. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up! That ends today's dad review. <laughs> <laughs> I do wish in Tony Hawk 
that they had also included like Diablo, like I guess because Diablo's overlaid over the original. I wish there was a mode where you could go back to the original graphics. Oh, like old school. So you mode? could like give it to your kids and be That'd like, be here, cool. this is what I had to deal with. Yeah. There's so many iconic levels in that game, like picking it up, you just remember exactly all the best spots to go and where all the letters are. Like, yeah. yeah that's so good, good spots. That's my favorite part of all these remasters is just like they've kept so true to the, the original game and what, what they meant. Like, I know f- for sure, like back in a previous episode when we we found out that vicarious visions was the were the ones responsible for the diablo remaster i was like i trust them to do a good job after playing tony hawk remaster and that's i I still stand by that because they did an amazing job yep i I would love for them to do a remaster of the underground uh tony hawk underground series I thought you were going to say need for I thought you were going to say need for speed underground and I yeah almost, that's the I one I'm speaking with both. <laughs> 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 both. Just the underground series in general, just all of those yeah, cars, just, just all yeah, yeah, all the maybe they're in the same universe. Maybe it's like a Marvel thing. It's Tony Hawk Underground and Need for Speed are in the same universe, and now you can drive over skateboarders. They already have that. Those are the taxis. Yeah. Those are yep. the taxis in New York. Yeah. You drifted into him doing a kickflip. 700,000 <laughs> points. Yeah. Street rep. You get okay. a six spoiler. So, so before like, we were, before we transitioned into the um, best segment of all, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm kidding. Daryl's segment's the best segment. Let's be honest. <laughs> we all love God it. Goddamn right. <laughs> I I was I was gonna tee off about my thoughts on on the Diablo two remaster, um, and I'm gonna do that now. Uh, the game the game itself feels just like it did when I was 14 years old playing on the PC in my parents' house, and. It, when, it brought, when your parents weren't hiding the game disc so that you couldn't play it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't get grounded from games. Um, but anyways, Trevor's got too much insider information. Yeah. <laughs> also known as living with me. Uh, but the, the game as a whole brought me way back. And they, like I said before, they kept it true to the, the overall vibe and feeling of what Diablo 2 should be. That being said, there's there were some some things that have been buggy as shit and have, I mean, ruined the experience a little bit for me. Um, and I don't know if whether that's just like implementation of controllers versus mouse and keyboard, but things like not being able to like auto fill my belt with potions to the max level and having to click through each one every time. Really don't like that. And then the the one the one feature that they did include, which is the um uh like the using R3 to fill your belt when you have potions in your stash. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. 
There's Dude. a couple things. Same with like square to drop. And yes, sell. There's, was, there's a couple. There's a couple yeah. uh, up, updates that need to be yeah. done. I think there was there was a couple a couple buggy things there that just like really are a pain in the ass. Like transferring stuff to your stash, I shouldn't have to like pick up with X and drag it over and drop it. Like having that quick like square press or hold should do it, but it doesn't right now. Or it does it in like varying degrees of success, and so they've they've got a lot of bugs to squash, I think, before it's it's back where it it should be. But once they do, it'll it'll be great because those quality of life improvements made made a big difference. Yeah, uh, graphically, it looks amazing. Seeing some of the, the the character detail and the enemy detail, I can't believe we played it back in like like 480p with like super grainy <laughs> six by nine aspect ratio Jesus or four Christ. by four like, by three oh, like how it looks so good and i don't understand why people are complaining about the amazon so much and how she looks it's because she's so so much graphics that now they've like made her like kind of ugly they just want everyone to be hot <laughs> gives a fuck you're final fantasy <sighs> big big boobs and a hundred pounds so ridiculous like just let her be a goddamn amazon i want her like six foot five and more and as muscular as the barbarian because she's a goddamn amazon it's the same they're they're not they're not good looking as barbarians in diablo 3 either they're like (laughs) it's kind of like truer to the nature of the character no No. they're rough and tumble not like, not everyone's a ten out of ten, guys. Come on, no. <laughs> it, it's like the people complaining about the new Horizon game coming out and saying that they changed Aloy to look uglier, and it's like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah. Does anybody care? Yeah, I think I, I do think though the one coolest thing though with because of old Dia- like old Diablo to new, the loading screen where similar to Diablo three where you get like a close up of what your character looks like with their gear. Yeah. Is by far like the coolest that. thing. Well, and that's what it does. So when you load in now, if you pick your character, they they pop up on the screen and they've got like a, a backdrop based on what act you're in. Yeah. And it shows what you're currently geared up with. Whereas, like, I mean, in the past, yeah, you had a little tiny, you had a little tiny sprite, and you'd get in the game, you could kind of see what you were wearing. But now, because they've also changed how some of the items look, it's like now you get a full screen view of like what your character looks like geared up and it's yeah i love that. i think that's really cool because that's that's very similar to i mean you can't do as much as diablo 3 with the the transmogs and the kind of the the fashion the fashion side of things high fashion but yeah you know the fashion souls but uh <laughs> no it makes it definitely, a big it definitely adds it adds a little bit right where it's like it feels like your gear it, it makes the gear cooler yeah yeah and even just being able to see like a higher res detailed version of your character increases the immersion for me a lot. Just it's like, I'm this paladin in this massive set of armor with this badass gigantic shield. It looks so good. Yeah. So good. Just makes me want to replay Diablo three a little bit though. <laughs> Guess we're yeah. going for that uh, necro platinum too, eh? Yeah, maybe. Playing this really makes me want Diablo 4 to come out. Oh, my Cause God. Because I, I think that's going to be so good. Oh, Just my God. The, yeah. the culmination of everything we want from the series 
smushed into one game. Yeah, like, I yeah. I think I think they're going to take a couple of of learning lessons of how people, you know, sort of like we've talked about with Borderlands, where everyone wanted the the Dungeons and Dragons, right? They're like, okay, we we did a game without it, and everyone's like, well, where the hell was it? And now they're going to bring it back. So I think now they're like, here's a whole ass game of it. Exactly. So I think yeah. Diablo Four. I think they're going to try and blend the two a little bit. Um, I'm hoping they bring back more of like the skills. Like I didn't. That was the one thing in Diablo Three that kind of let me down. Where they were just like, "Here's all the skills. Do whatever the fuck you want." Right. Like it kind of ruined the idea of doing builds in the same yeah. way. Um, but yeah, I agree. If we can bring back some of the the movement mechanics and the gameplay techniques in Three with some of the other items from Two. Yeah, I. Uh, I, I forgot all about the the skill synergies in two. Oh, so yes. like you know, like if I'm, it gives you incentive to spec into different skills because they buff your main skills. So like for instance, the the paladin that I'm playing with Blessed Hammer right now, if I also put stat points into a couple of his different auras, it increases this the damage output of that Blessed Hammer. Yeah, so it's right. stuff you might not use, but it's essentially you're just buffing what exactly. you Exactly. So it, it makes it, it gives all of the skill points an actual job to do rather than just be like, ah, screw it. Here's here's this this um, skill modifier in Diablo 3 that no one's ever going to use ever. Yeah. I also do like the idea of not having like level caps. Like being, being able to say, I got to level 99 yeah that's fucking crazy. especially in diablo 2 like that takes some time i think i think that's something that a lot of games need to bring back where it's just like hey i earned i played a lot of time on this game i earned that mm-hmm. don't just like max me out at level 20 and then just tell me that like nothing else matters yeah. after that point here's, like, let me... here's some paragon levels for you bud yeah th- i mean like, those did help like in terms of they do. uh like post-game content or whatever like those paragon levels help because you can just keep, yeah. you keep getting the actual points to put to stats, which this game has right right out the gate, which I forgot about yeah. for the first ten levels. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a little bit behind on that front, um, but yeah, like I'm with you. I I I like the I like when games have that level ninety nine aspect because. Speaking from my own experience, I can remember in games like Final Fantasy VII, like the original, where you don't have to level up that high to complete the game. But I did anyways with every single character just to <laughs> do it. But you played it so much. <laughs> yeah. But I did anyways. I grinded just it out. Just to say like, you did. Yeah. That's just just stuff like that. Where it's like, yeah, I played the yeah. shit out of this because otherwise you can't get to this point if you don't. Like, I. I will say one thing Diablo three improved on from two was their end game content, like being able to like running the greater rifts and, you know, trying to progress to higher levels in the greater rifts and just that sort of thing. It, it feels like there's a lot more to do in, uh, in Diablo three, once you hit that level cap versus Diablo two, where you're just kind of doing the same, like okay we're gonna do bail runs today okay we're gonna run cows today we're gonna run pindle skin runs or andariel some of that might not make sense to you guys right now because you're not through the whole game but i promise it sounded like gibberish to me (laughs) goddamn nonsense you're welcome are you a doctor or are we talking about diablo still (laughs) 
You should see a doctor about your pindle skin. That's for sure. <laughs> it's so flaky. Oh. Oh. Save, quickly, save me. Save me from myself. Oh, God. Oh, disgusting. Uh, so, does it, do you guys have any, any final thoughts? Things you Things we missed? Things you, you want to just parting shots for me? My childhood. Uh, my childhood. I mean, Diablo Four, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, Blizzard isn't known to work quickly. Yes, this is this is true. Uh, no, I, I I think I appreciate the game for for what it does and, and what it did when it first released, and and just for the gaming industry as a whole. You know, a lot of the stuff that other indi- other studios have kind of taken from Diablo. Um, I don't think some of the game ages as well as as maybe the nostalgia factor holds. Um, so for me, it's a little bit harder to get invested into it just with some of that age showing through. But I can respect that. Yeah. Um, but but overall, I mean, I still really like the series. I think Diablo is a ton of fun and I will always be a loot whore. So. You are a whore. I know. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Give me that loot. Give me the loot. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I think my biggest thing is if anyone, I'd say from kind of our our era, as we've seen from some of our listener demographics. Um, <laughs> Literally all 20s, early 30s. Yeah. Um, you will remember the era of this game and it will feel very familiar, even if you've never played it. Yep. Um, and I would, rec- I would highly recommend it. It's, it's a good paced game. You don't have to be like a freaking you know, sweaty, like controller wizard to be good at it. Like, you know, it's, it's not as punishing as some other games that are out right now. Um, but it's, it's good fun and it's easy to turn on for, you know, an hour at a time, do some stuff, get some progression and then just turn it off if, if that's how you want to play. So definitely Daryl, uh, for me, it's just if anyone is uh, following my escapades of platinum trophy es- uh, stuff for <laughs> for PlayStation, this is a game where that's not likely going to happen. So uh, I, I've seen how much it takes to get to level 99 uh, per character, and that looks like a feat I am not going to be able to do. So <laughs> I don't think a platinum's in the card for us on this one. No, I, I will tell you right now, platinum is not on the table like for me. A ninety nine with a hardcore character? No, thank you. That sounds yeah, rough. That's not gonna fucking oh. happen. No. no, no, zero chance. No, especially with that fucking stamina meter in the early game. <laughs> no, that's when you just that's, that's when you need someone to carry you. Yeah, I will die within the first two hours. So no, I'm I mean out. that was kind of like when we did hardcore in Diablo three though. That was me. I think I died like ten times. <laughs> so funny. yeah, but at least we like we we figured out ways to get around that stuff, and we just like kind of put it all together. But like, the, yeah, just to get to level ninety nine once in this game it is like absurd. no matter if it's normal or hardcore. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right. fucking crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, there, so yeah, like, there's the the speedrunners and the crazy like pros that do it. But if you're if you're just a filthy casual, yeah, like, like we are, I can't it's not, commit twelve hours a day to this shit. No, it's not. No. It's no. not a normal thing to just get a level ninety nine character. No. Yeah, we we've had this conversation about trophies respecting our time as as gamers. And this ain't it. That one's cruel. Did, yeah, this one does not respect my time. That ain't it, Chief. Nope. <laughs> nope. Anyways, I think that uh, that wraps it up for us on this week's episode of the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. Thanks again for listening. And uh, treble, 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 <laughs> treble. Just call Trevor, me Trevinkle from now on. Trevin- yeah, Trevinkle. How would you rate our childhood experiences? Uh, that's I don't know. That's a bit scarring. I mean, that's, that was some, sometimes that was like going to hell. Um, oh, <laughs> we had the most mild childhood ever. Yeah. No. Uh, Tre- Trevor, do you need to lay down? No, I think mom I'm and dad were sorry. And how does that make you feel? Yeah. Overall, I would say it's good enough. Which is a lot better than our computer from the 90s. Good enough. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Write us or comment or email about anything about from our episodes or anything you would like us to discuss in the future. Any and all feedback is generally appreciated. We also appreciate you listening and hope you continue to join us on this epic adventure of discussing all things gaming, nerdy, and you know just plain geek stuff uh please subscribe to good enough gaming podcast on spotify and apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts we release episodes every wednesday so mark that in your calendar see you next week